Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. March 29, 2019, the end of March or Lamb edition. First up, a story from the Wall Street Journal that Stanley Black & Decker settles its Iranian sanctions case for $1.9 million. Stanley's Chinese subsidiary exported or attempted to export goods with a total value of more than $3.2 million directly and indirectly to Iran between 2013 and 2014, uh, clearly in violation of uh, U.S. sanctions. So they paid the, uh, paid the price on it this year. Next up, from NPR, in a stunning announcement, uh, Wells Fargo CEO quit in the face of consumer financial scandals effective immediately. Tim Sloan acknowledging that uh, he basically could do nothing to change the corrupt culture at Wells Fargo, announced that he was stepping down with, quote, it has become apparent to me that our ability to successfully move Wells Fargo forward from here will benefit from a new CEO and fresh perspectives. All you can really say to that is amen, given the uh, continued problems of the scurrying cockroaches every time someone shines a light on yet another Wells Fargo issue. Um, Next up, in an article from the Wall Street Journal, the police raid Sweden's leading bank uh, as the uh, money laundering scandal scandal spreads, but now the CEO to uh, Swede Bank has uh, lost her job. And this comes in the face of... This scandal and her termination is the first, excuse me, the second CEO to leave a Scandinavian bank over uh, basically money laundering of Russian money through Estonia. Um, the Swede Bank uh, was thought to be, if not uh, protected from this, that they were more heavily regulated and therefore had lower risk, but apparently that was not the case. And the uh, president, Brigitte Bonnison, uh, was terminated uh, the day after the uh, Swedish police raided the bank's headquarters. And finally, J.P. Morgan is in the news, and they are being sued by the current government of Nigeria um, for facilitating, or at least alleged to be facilitating, some of the looting that the prior dictator, Sana Abachi engaged in for over 20 years um, to loot the company. In a British court, lawyers for the country are suing a subsidiary of the U.S. bank, charging that it enabled the former corrupt officials to extract nearly $900 million between 2011 and 2013. J.P. Morgan says that uh, it was simply following the instructions of the lawful government of Nigeria. As we near the end of March and move into April, I hope you are awaiting uh, the start of the baseball season as much as I am going forward. This is Tom Fox. If you have any ideas for the daily compliance news, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I'd love to hear from you. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at Compliance through the lens of movies, both current, contemporary movies, and classic movies. 
also premiering in December. And finally, Mary Shirley and Lisa Fine have premiered their new podcast, Great Women on Compliance. I hope you will check that out. It's a great podcast series. We have several other offerings that are in production that will go live hopefully in Q1 of 2019. I hope you will check back to see the offerings on this Compliance Podcast Network.